Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the final bite-sized political podcast of the day. And it kind of references how I started the day. And that is I was tuning into uh, BBC Radio 4 at 6.30 a.m., as usual, uh, just to find out what the propaganda of the day was. And it became very clear what the propaganda point, or one of the propaganda points of the day is. And it involves the actor Edris Elba. It concerns knife crime. Now, let's just give you the top line and then we'll get into the analysis of it. Uh, Edris Elba, so yeah, we need a, a celeb, is calling on the government to take action on knife crime, accusing politicians of, quote, repeatedly not giving this issue the focus it deserves. The London-born actor in it says a planned law change to ban all zombie knives and machete sales needs to be fast-tracked. He says, quote, he can't stay silent as young lives are lost to brutal and heartless crime. And as part of the uh, the stunts concerning this, they're going to put uh, clothes representing the victims of knife crime displayed in Parliament Square uh, today on Monday. Uh, this is all part of Edris Elba's Don't Stop Your Future campaign, which works with local communities and well-known brands to tackle serious violence. Right, okay, okay. Organizers hope the bundles of clothes will provide a visual demonstration of the huge human cost of knife crime to MPs all returning from their Christmas recess today. And uh, it goes on and on and on and on. And then it's the usual stuff, the usual platitudes. It's uh, it's all about, you know, we need more money invested in local community centers, blah, 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 blah. If only we had more knife clubs in it. So anyway, this is the sort of nonsense that's being pushed out by the, uh, the BBC. But there's a real irony in this one that I wanted to draw to your attention. Uh, Edra says he can't stay silent, but he is staying silent because he might want to talk about zombie knives, zombie knives and machetes, but he doesn't talk about who are the people using these uh, vicious weapons. Who are the people killing and maiming with these vicious weapons? For example, London. Edris comes from London. Let's talk about London. Which community in London is massively overrepresented when it comes to the use of machetes and zombie knives? Are we allowed to say, Edris, do, do you know? Have you any thoughts? Because we've got to the point now in our society where we can talk about the crime but not talk about the people carrying out the crime. And in that situation, you're never going to solve any crime. I mean, to, to, to listen to this campaign, you'd think that the zombie knives and machetes uh, can be, you know, oh, they're absolutely freely available down your local corner shop. That's not the case. But the fa fact is that you can ban all the things you want if people want to get them. And if some people are psychopathically violent enough to want to use them, then I'm not sure that's going to change anything. And, and you know, rather than have a go at the government, although, I mean, I fully understand frustration of government. I, you know, vent it regularly here. Um, surely the frustration has to be at those communities which uh, happily appear to accept the use of machetes on our streets and zombie knives on our streets. And, you know, one of the saddest things is that the majority of people losing their lives 
to these instruments of death are people from the black and ethnic minority community. These are the people dying mostly in places like London from machete crime, from uh, knife crime, zombie knife crime, and so on and so forth. These are the people. And it's very tragic. But who are the people carrying it out? This is the question that Edris doesn't seem to want to talk about. Why might that be, do you think? Is there any reason why he would shy away from confronting the hard truth? And the hard truth on it is that, of course, the machete crime and the knife crime, and along with gun crime for that matter, in London is overwhelmingly and disproportionately committed by a particular ethnicity. And that's the truth of the matter. And uh, that ethnicity is the same group to which Edris Elba himself belongs. So would it not would he not be doing the community a better service by asking penetrating questions such as what's gone wrong with uh, families that this is tolerated? Uh, you know, within the space of a generation, this has come about. I don't think that we could reasonably say that uh, places like London uh, suffered egregiously from machete crime uh, 30 years ago, but very much so now. What's changed? Well, the demographics of London have changed dramatically. And with that demographic change comes a surge in crime. And it's all very well for Edris Elbert to sort of criticise the Conservative government. But I think we have to be honest and say, look, hands up, it's not Conservative MPs rushing around with machetes and zombie knives. Now, is it? It's not them carrying out the stabbings, the hackings, the murders. It's not them. No, no. So, you know, and of course, it's perfectly obvious that uh, for all the shortfalls of this Conservative government, should Labour, God forbid, ever get into power, they will be 100 times worse because they, just like Edris, will definitely not want to talk about where the violence emanates from and which group is carrying it out. So I'm not sure how we're going to solve this problem because there's a refusal to actually recognize the source of the problem. And it's my experience in life, and I'm sure you'd probably agree with me, that if you won't accept and realize the source of a problem, then there's no chance of being able to you know, fix it. You just can't do that because you're constantly looking away from the source of the problem because you don't want to see it. I think having, you know, with recognition of the problem is the first step towards dealing with the problem. But is there a will to actually deal with the problem? I wonder. Thanks for listening.